This is the EWN Podcast Network. Marketing and sales go hand in hand. You can barely do sales without any marketing whatsoever. And I'll give you an example. When I first started Sales Uprising, which is my third business venture, I left my last company after I generated multiple seven figures in a little under two and a half years. I started this business and it's different than anything I've ever done. And it was me stepping into this amazing thing. I mean, who has a business called Sales Uprising really though? And my business coach said, all right, Katie, so I want you to go to this conference because I wasn't convinced that this could be a thing. And she said, your homework is to go to this conference, listen to the talks that you think are subjects you have some expertise in and go from there. I had no business card. I was literally like two to three weeks in my business, maybe six on the outset. No business card, no contract. She did tell me, try to come up with an idea for like what an hour of your time would cost. Don't worry about it. Just have that in your mind before you go in the doors. And I'm thinking, ah, she's nuts. That's sweet though. And I got my first two clients from that conference. No marketing. I can't even remember if I had a website. They didn't need to verify me on Google. It wasn't that. It was 100% a connection. And you can call that connection a marketing connection right? It would be an in-person marketing effort, or you can call it sales. And that's where they overlap the most. It's Lift As We Climb, a show that shares secrets about growing your business from the eWomen Network Premier Success Coaches and outstanding members from all around the world. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach and your host of the show. On today's show, we're getting you a raise because we'll learn about improving your sales skills with Premier Success Coach and the CEO of Sales Uprising, Katie Nelson. Every conversation you have is a sales conversation, and Katie will share how we can improve our sales techniques to increase your revenue. I love talking to our Premier Success Coaches, and I love talking about the topic of sales because every time that I do I learned something. I think I know a little bit about sales. And then I talked to someone like Katie and it's like, oh, I know nothing about sales. So Katie, welcome to the show. How are you today? Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me, Pat. I'm thrilled to be here. How I am today is on top of the world. On top of the world. Anything other than your mindset putting you on top of the world or are good things happening for you? Well, in the green room, you and I had a fun conversation that I can't wait to get into more. (laughs) Additionally, I received an amazing testimonial for one of my clients. And I've had some amazing connection calls and prospect calls today. So yeah, money coming in the door, good things happening in the universe, basically all on top of the world for all the reasons. And it just feels good when that happens, right? Yes. We've invested in allowing ourselves to feel this way, right? We've done the work. So yes, it feels fantastic. Now, you said two interesting things. I've heard a lot of people say it's out there in the universe and stuff's going to happen to me. But you also use the investment and the work words. Like you're talking about, you're putting in the work so good things happen. Because not everybody that talks about the universe is rewarding me couples that with I'm doing the work so the universe rewards me. Do you know what I'm trying to say there? I do, right? And so there's the passive and active beliefs when it comes to the universe. And I'm 100% an active belief side of the house. So I believe that the universe rewards action. It's not enough to have a vision board and stare at it and stare at it. You have to have a vision board and know, create the plan for what you're going to do to generate that vision in your life. You'll never know how it's going to show up for you. But as long as you do the actions, it'll probably happen for you. That's how I feel about it. You have heard that before, right? People say, I'm going to put it in the universe and they just sit around and wait and it never shows up. 
Yep. Welcome to the small business statistic of 52% of small businesses failing in five years or less. Yes. Yeah, that happens. So one thing that I've learned when I talk to sales leaders, especially people like you, is that no matter what type of business we're in, we're all in sales. Is that the way to think about it? Yes. The easy answer is yes. It depends on your view of sales, right? The clients that come to me come to me originally with things like, Oh, I can't do it. Sales is so pushy. I feel so slimy. It's so icky. And I would tell you, if that is how you feel about your sales process as a business owner, to your point, regardless of industry, you have engineered a problem into your business. You have engineered a crack into the foundation of your business home that is going to have your business sinking into the ground. So let's work on fixing that first. Understand that selling is least worst case scenario, a connection with someone that you can help, right? And best case scenario, like providing life-saving education or support or whatever it is that you do to a person in need, right? So I mean, it has a whole broad spectrum of things. But at the end of the day, selling is connection and ability. And that's what you want to be able to provide yourself in your business all day, every day. And with that mindset of connection and ability and helping and serving, that's kind of the sliminess repellent. If you think about it that way, it doesn't feel slimy when you do that, right? Who's slimy, right? Like there's no... Slime repellent. That's a good one, Pat. A hundred percent. It's the opposite magnets, right? Slime can't get to that. I okay. truly believe with everything in my being that the people who work with me need what I'm giving them. Otherwise, yeah. they wouldn't have paid me, <laughs> right? They believe it. I believe it. We work to create a solution for them. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. If you are sitting at home going, I have this amazing passion for my business and such expertise. I have answers for my ideal client, but you don't tell anybody about it. You don't ask them if they want to work with you or know more about what you do. Couldn't you say you're potentially doing them a disservice? And is that who we are? No, it's not who we are. (laughs) (laughs) And it seems like that's what a lot of people do. They refine the product and refine the product and become an expert. And they wonder why no one wants it. Well, people do want it, but you need to go out and provide it and share that with others. And share does not mean free. Sorry, share does not mean free. You have to talk about it. You have to own it. You have to love it. That's what he means by share. You say something provocative on your website. You say that every conversation you have is a sales conversation. Absolutely. What do you mean by that? You and I are having a conversation right now. Mm -hmm. I don't plan on selling you anything in this conversation. But someday down the road, maybe you're in your 15th business and... I have connected with you in such a way that I've been able to explain my expertise and passion. And it turns out that's exactly what you need in your 15th business. You and I are currently connecting to the point of where potentially this could lead me to a sale. Additionally, from a pure networking, what we do all day, every day at eWomen, right? Connecting and networking. You're listening to this and you're like, Oh my gosh, I think that she has what Joe needs for his business. So you connect me to Joe. And we end up doing beautiful work together. That's a sale. This is a sales conversation. There's nothing wrong with having sales conversations all day, every day. You're selling your kids what to eat for dinner, right? (laughs) Yeah, for real. You need to eat your vegetables, please. Yes. Life is a set of negotiations all day, every day. Negotiations, selling, putting yourself out there. And... I don't happen to think there's anything wrong with that. It's a matter of fact, calling it anything other than that to me is disingenuous. Yeah. 
I think people think of it as convincing, though. And it sounds like you're saying it's clarifying. It's making sure that people understand how you can help when they're ready for your help. That's the difference between the two conversations. Oh, I'm so hugging this microphone. So yes, (laughs) right? So here's the thing. If selling is convincing, and you have to understand, Pat, I have literally sold my whole life. I sold campfire candy. My first real paid job was working in a call center, selling children's book clubs of all things. So I've sold my whole life and I've never once had to convince anyone that this is what they needed to do. It's education, clarification, and invitation. I'm going to have to write that down. No, (laughs) but that's what it is, right? Like really and truly, that's what it is. You just want people to know who you are, what you do. Let them know who you are, how you work. And if it triggers something in them, because they have that problem, they self-identify as to whether or not you're for them. And then you can have the conversation from there. And the idea coach in me is pushing people to be as unique and niche as possible. So when they have this specific problem, they think of you because you're the one that solves this problem. Because if it's a recall issue, recall will happen when you're the most unique and you make a terrific impression. So that way they're recalling, I need this service. Who provides that service? Oh, Katie provides that service. I'll call her. Sparkliest diamond in the pile right here, Mm -hmm. right? So you will not get any argument from me from a riches or in the niches perspective. 100% ideal client target, which is another word that we use. It's not just the target. You don't want... You play darts, Pat. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So you don't want the whole dartboard. You want the double bullseye, man. You want the tiniest little red dot. That's who your people are. Everybody else is still on the board somewhere, but you want the most points. Do you think being a great salesperson can be taught? Yep. Do you think people that aren't good at selling, terrified of selling, don't understand selling, can you make them a really good salesperson? Is that possible? If that's what they want to be, yeah. If they're committed to it. Yeah. Math isn't my favorite subject. Can I do it by rote? 100%. Times tables. Do they still do times tables in school? I don't know. They do weird math in school now. Right now, it's like the new math or whatever. I think it's the next new math. Something. So I remember my times tables. And we did them that entire year. Second grade, third grade, fourth, whatever year it was. So am I a good mathematician by that standard? 100%. Sales in and of itself is a skill set. It is a wheel that's been created. You work the points on that wheel over and over and over again. It becomes by rote. And then the fun part really gets to you where you get to hone in on it Mm -hmm. and understand how to get better. And that's when your juices really start to flow. That's when your six figures become multiple six figures and your multiple six figures become seven figures. Like That's the good stuff, man. Of course, if you come into my room hating sales, you have the ability to leave my room going, I'm 100% the number one salesperson in my business. That's a skill. To teach someone that lesson, that's a big deal. Thank you. We're going to continue the conversation with Katie Nelson, eWomen Network Premier Success Coach and CEO of Sales Uprising. We're going to ask her, what's the difference between marketing and sales when we continue with the Lift As We Climb podcast next? This episode of Lift As We Climb is sponsored by Cultivating Sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing. I'm using Cultivating Sales to not only organize my clients and partners, I'm using it to manage this worldwide podcast. With this one program, I built and host the show's webpage where guests can apply, book their dates, and subscribe. 
It also manages the email communications and Lift As We Climb VIP text program. The one program has replaced so many other subscriptions, it practically pays for itself. Stay close to your customers with texts, emails, sales funnels, calendars, a course builder, and even a website builder. Get the secret discount just for Lift As We Climb listeners. Visit cultivatingsales.com slash lift to capture it. That's cultivatingsales.com slash lift. And the LinkedIn Lifestyle, the secret recipe to attract the right people and build authentic relationships on LinkedIn. Before I worked with the LinkedIn lady, my LinkedIn was a mess. Then she introduced me to the LinkedIn Lifestyle. And now I'm loaded with daily content ideas. My profile views are up and my engagement has improved. If you're trying to do business on LinkedIn, join me and lead the LinkedIn Lifestyle. Visit linkedinlifestyle.com slash star to get the free report, Five Fatal Flaws in Most LinkedIn Profiles. Watch your profile views and post performance soar with these tips. They work. Get the report now at linkedinlifestyle.com slash star. And The Expressory, your relationship building concierge. I just launched the Idea Collective for Small Business Owners and Jamie and the team at The Expressory are blowing my members' minds. When a new member signs up, The Expressory team is automatically alerted to send a personalized surprise welcome gift right to their doorstep. The members are so surprised that they talk about the group on social media and feel more connected to our mission. Right now, you have a cool opportunity to experience the Expressory for yourself for free. Simply text the word TEST to 414-240-1315. That's TEST to 414-240-1315. And you'll get a surprise mailing including various samples of their handmade cards right to your door. You'll love the experience and you'll want it for your business too. Try out the Expressory today. Back on the Lift As We Climb podcast with Katie Nelson, eWomen Network Premier Success Coach and the CEO of Sales Uprising. And I've always wanted to know how sales leaders define this question. What is the difference between marketing and sales in your eyes? Easiest definition, Mm -hmm. cost and revenue. Marketing is always a cost in your business. Sales is the only thing that generates revenue for your business. It's very, very simple. When you break it down to the easiest, most understandable, chewable bit of information, that's it. But people get it mixed up all the time, right? Yes, they do. But there's all sorts of reasons for that, Pat. Think about it. We are inundated constantly. First of all, can I ask you a personal question? Of course. How do you feel about sales? The word. The word is icky. The results are great. (laughs) So who wants to talk about sales? Nobody. Right, because it's icky. So what you are inundated with constantly is basically a big, huge marketing campaign about how marketing is amazing and going to save your business and nothing about sales, right? So it makes complete sense. Marketing, talking about marketing, teaching marketing is what attracts clients to you. Marketing is Hollywood of sales, which is like the back lot in Universal where all the work gets done. Nobody likes to talk about the work. They like to talk about the sexy part and walking on the red carpet. So there's a reason why people would rather think of marketing as what they really ultimately only need to do to create an amazing business. But at the end of the day, no matter how much marketing you do, regardless of your industry, somebody still has to push a button to buy, Mm -hmm. which is a sales function. 
One of the foggiest places, I think, for marketing and sales comes to the sales funnel. And I know you do a lot of work with sales funnels because sales funnels, is that a sales exercise? Is that a marketing exercise? Is it both? Because we hear about sales funnels all the time, but it seems like those two things could get mixed up real easy in that particular point. A hundred percent. So this is where you will take a straw poll of a hundred businesses or business coaches and get different answers. You'll get a hundred different answers because we all look at it a different way, even though we really all mean the same thing. So if you take the idea of a traditional sales funnel and we'll make it really simple, it looks like a funnel and it only has three spaces, qualification, presentation, and conversion or asking or closing. These are all words that can be used at the bottom of your funnel. That's the last step of your funnel before the little dollar pops out the bottom. Now, right above that funnel is your marketing funnel. This is the one where all of the activities that you do, these are all of your opt-ins and your grabbing business cards and saying, hey, yo, what's your info in the Zoom chat? All of that stuff, right? That's on top of your sales funnel. And it, so your marketing funnel drops prospects into your sales funnel and you take your prospects through your sales funnel and that's how they become clients. Depending on the sophistication of your marketing funnel, you could have wholly qualified, ready to deliver the credit card to your bank account on horseback immediately, (laughs) depending on the sophistication of your marketing funnel and your business model, which people very rarely talk about. Depending on your business model, the sophistication of your marketing funnel may only need to be just so. Same with your sales funnel. So the marketing funnel, is that a separate funnel or just a taller extended portion of the sales funnel where like marketing leads into sales and it's one big action? Or is a marketing funnel dropping them into being qualified and then either they become part of your audience or they become part of your sales? Is it just an extension of the sales funnel? Are they two different things? Again, I think you would get different answers. How I see it is an extension because... Marketing and sales go hand in hand. You can barely do sales without any marketing whatsoever. And I'll give you an example. When I first started Sales Uprising, which is my third business venture, I left my last company after I generated multiple seven figures in a little under two and a half years. I started this business and it's different than anything I've ever done. And it was me stepping into this amazing thing. I mean, who has a business called Sales Uprising really though? And I was so nervous and excited and all of these amazing things. And my business coach said, All right, Katie, so I want you to go to this conference because I wasn't convinced that this could be a thing, that there was any audience for what I wanted. I'm sure some people that are listening can identify. I don't know that this is even real. Is it viable? Can I make any money doing this? And she said, Your homework is to go to this conference, listen to the talks that you think are subjects you have some expertise in, and go from there. I had no business card. I was literally like two to three weeks in my business, maybe six on the outset. No business card, no contract. She did tell me, try to come up with an idea for like what an hour of your time would cost. Don't worry about it. Just have that in your mind before you go in the doors. And I'm thinking, ah, she's nuts. That's sweet though. And I got my first two clients from that conference. No marketing. I can't even remember if I had a website. They didn't need to verify me on Google. It wasn't that. It was 100% a connection. And you can call that connection a marketing connection, right? It would be an in-person marketing effort, or you can call it sales. And that's where they overlap the most. Let's dig in on the funnel just for a second, because almost everyone listening has tried a sales funnel. ClickFunnels is one of the eWomen Network partners, as a matter of fact. So sales funnels are everywhere. 
In building a sales funnel, is there a sticky spot or a hump that people tend to get stuck on? Like there's one section of the sales funnel that people need to get better at refining so they can get people through and make those dollars that come out the bottom? In my opinion, yes. Thank you for asking. (laughs) Where this sale really happens isn't at the ask, right? It's not at the end of the conversation when I say, Hey, Pat, oh my gosh, this has been amazing. I hear you. I think I'm a good fit. Everything I just told you means that you should hear that I'm a good fit. So you want to do this, man? Like It's not that part that's the sale. The sale really happens like a little bit further up in the qualification process. So it has everything to do with active listening and asking appropriate questions that are going to identify whether or not someone is a buy immediately, buy later, never going to buy person for you. It happens much sooner than people think it does. People get so nervous about the asking and it, they're getting nervous about asking the wrong thing. And asking and qualifying at that point where it's like, I wonder if I'm going to get the sale. By the time you get to the ask, the decision has been made, right? If you've listened appropriately and you've solved their problem, they're just trying to get it over with. Like, let's go. I need your help. Please help me. A hundred percent. So think of yourself as a lawyer. A lawyer never asks a question in court that they don't already know the answer to. Is my point there? Don't think of yourself as a lawyer in any other way, right? I know. Okay. So the other metaphor that I use is you're the pit boss at the casino. Oh, that's a perfect one. I like that one. Who wins at the casino? The casino, right? The deck is always stacked in their favor. And so it is literally your job as the number one salesperson to stack the deck in your favor. If you hear a response to one of your qualifying questions that you've heard before from that one client who you would never choose to work with ever again, then you stack the deck in your favor politely dismiss yourself from the conversation. They've qualified themselves out of your sales funnel. Now, you wouldn't know that unless you've had a lot of sales conversations, which is why there's no easy button for sales. Our business has to educate us through the sales process. That's how we learn more about our ideal client, how they talk, what they're looking for. It's not for us to say what they're looking for. It's for them to tell us. And they can't do that if we aren't having conversations with them. That takes self-reflection. Do most clients reflect on the jobs that they lose or the deals that they don't get? Because if I'm hearing you right, the more conversations you have, the better you'll be at selling. So you need to actually think about where things went right and where things went wrong to get more deals in the future. But not everybody does that, do they? They do if they work with me. Ah, (laughs) Here, let me set this up. There's a softball. Hit it. There you go. Yeah, I know. I'm like, wait. So yeah, of course they do. And then I'm like, maybe they don't do that with everybody. But no, of course, if you can say that big cliche that your no's get you closer to your yeses, you only know that because you paid attention to the no's. Yeah. Because not all the no's are the client's or potential client's fault. Sometimes it's our fault. Remember that one deal that you really, really wanted, but you totally blew it because you got so excited and like overran all the questions because you assumed you knew the answers and then you were like, And they said, no, (laughs) that's on us. It can happen more often than not, especially when we are so excited or conversely, when we are providing ourselves with so much pressure, we just can't breathe, right? Same side of the coin. If we are thinking about our bills and our mortgage and we haven't made a deal in six weeks and all of the things, if we allow all of those things into our space, how I liken it is to literally shrink wrapping ourselves, which makes us unavailable. 
So you are, as the number one salesperson in your business, as the CEO, looking to have that bubble be as big as possible. So you have as much room to maneuver. There's amazing things going on in that bubble versus the, I cannot breathe because I shrink-wrapped myself. Pretend I'm the perfect eWomen member. Aren't you? Well, I am. I'm an email, technically. But if I'm the perfect eWomen member to hire you, who do you get the best results for? Who's your ideal client? My ideal client, very, very specifically, are service-based businesses that have generated 50K, been stuck there for a while, don't know why, and are ready and driven to move forward and through it Mm -hmm. so that they can get to their first quarter million dollars. Do you know why we talk about getting to your first 250K as a small business so often? From a sales perspective, $250,000 is your proof of concept. If you've sold 50K, and I don't care how much your offering is, this is not offering dollar dependent. Although I guess if you sell something for a dollar and you sell 250K (laughs) of them, you've got proof of concept. In the services-based business, if you've sold 50K, you've got a pretty good start. If you've sold 100K, you can probably do it again. 250K, 100%, you know who your client is. You know their objections. This is where you've created your frequently asked questions page. How often do you think people do that before they actually have that data? Mm-hmm. Right? So this is where you wholly live in the world of your client and can grow from there. That's why 250K is so important. So right now, someone in a service-based business plateaued and stuck there but wants to grow is thinking, okay, help me. How do you help people? Like, What is the process of working with you? Is it a coaching? Is it software? Is it classes? Is it everything? Describe to us how someone gets your help to break through that plateau. Well, thanks for asking. I 100% run an annual mastermind that has varying degrees of private time with me. And that is how I work with my clients. I also host workshops if they're looking for a specific piece, client attraction, packaging and leveraging, which is called Show Me the Money People. Your money's in your packaging and leveraging. And I host retreats. Right. So, like in November, I'll be hosting a strategic business planning retreat because every year in business, we plan for our success. That sounds awesome. So, the foot in the water is to get that half hour coaching call with the premier success coaches. You happen to be one of them. Someone gets 30 minutes with you. What happens on that call? Well, they're going to let me know their big challenge and we're going to walk through it. Yeah. I will give them answers. <laughs> I will have a lovely coaching call and give them very specific answers to move through that challenge for them. And I'll be honest with you, Pat, I've done a lot of PSC calls and the majority of the time it has the most to do with perception. So what I do is I literally take who they are and what they are for sales in their business and I shift their perception on those calls so that they have an easier path to get to what they need. So I'll give you the last word on this. Pretend you're in front of the entire eWomen network body. Every eWomen member, they're all in front of you. They're cheering like crazy. And then they go, hush. They go quiet. And you can tell them one thing about sales, a sales truth that everyone should know. You get one thing. What would you tell them? You can do it. Great answer. That's a great answer. (laughs) That feeds into the mindset we've been talking about all episode. Absolutely. You have to believe it first, right? That's where it all starts. It's a skill set, just like math, just like walking, just like riding a bike. You just have to decide that that's what you want to learn. Well, you definitely made people money today. Katie Nelson, eWomen Network Premier Success Coach and CEO of Sales Uprising. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You are so welcome, Pat. Thank you. 
If you're enjoying the show, you need to hop in as a Lift As We Climb VIP. It's simple and easy. Just text the word LIFT to 414-240-1315. That's LIFT to 414-240-1315. You'll get a reminder when new shows are released, and we also have some fun giveaways from time to time. This episode of Lift As We Climb is sponsored by The Expressory, your relationship-building concierge, the LinkedIn lifestyle, secrets and strategies to be a LinkedIn star, and cultivating sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach and a Premier Success Coach for the E-Women Network. Find out more about me at patmillerideacoach.com. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.